1: And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital.
2: Good afternoon, friends. It's David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or on your smartphone, uh, watching me on uh, Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in uh, there as well. We're getting our screen straight just in a second here, but we want you to know that we're glad that you're here with me on Mondays. That's right. Today is Marriage Monday. Uh, Tomorrow is Tough Topic Tuesday. Then we have Wisdom Wednesday, Theological Thursdays. And then, of course, open phone-in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Marriage Monday, and if you want to give me a call, today we're talking about trust in marriage. That's trust in marriage. And here's the question. What do you do when you don't trust your spouse? What do you do when you don't trust your spouse? You know, it's not like uh, every marriage has 100% trust. I think you think about that at the beginning of a marriage. And throughout a marriage, you go through things. And so there is, it is a reality, and I want people to know it is a reality, that you may not always have 100% trust in your marriage. So what do you do when you don't trust your spouse? And trust is not a zero-sum, 100% kind of a deal. Maybe you trust your spouse 80% but maybe 20% you don't or 95%. But in this area, 5% when it comes to the money, mm, yeah, not so sure. When it comes to the computer or the cell phone, mm, not so sure. So do you have to have 100% trust in marriage? Uh, The reality is, is most people don't. Some people do. If you do have that, God bless you. Uh, But I've learned in my life, uh, I love my wife, Amber. I really, really do. But 100% trust, there are some things I trust her with 100%. Other things, I'm praying for. All right? And guess what? The same is on this side. Uh, She trusts me in certain areas. She even knows me in certain areas to agree that she could probably finish my sentences and predict my behavior. But there are other areas where she's like, no, I'm just going to be praying for him there because you never know which way he can go on that. There you go. So uh, what do you think? Here's my number if you want to call me. 888-432-7434. Eight, 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 four, three, two, seven, four, three, four. We're talking about trust in marriage. And what do you do when you do not trust your spouse? Maybe a hundred percent. Okay. Uh, and is that okay? And then how do you rebuild trust if it's been lost? And sometimes you go through seasons of trust where, man, I trusted this person hundred percent. Now I'm down to 65, but you know what? Now I'm back up to 95 or now I'm back up to a hundred. What happened? How do we get back to a hundred? So there's our topic. Here's my number. I'm going to pray uh, after I uh, give the number one more time and then uh, commit our time to the Lord. Then I'm taking your phone calls. My lines are now open. So this is the time to get in where you fit in. 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge. 888-433-BRIGE. bridge. right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are the one that we can put our trust in. You are the one that we can put our hope in. But you teach teach us to love, and love always trusts, so help us to do that as well. We commit today's show over to you now. In the name of Jesus, together everyone said, amen and amen. A couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com, or my favorite website, embracegracism.com, or you can just download the app, gracism.com. And if you do that, then there's even a phone icon at the bottom. You just push that. comes right to me in the studio during the show. All right, my number again, 888-432-7434. Let's kick the show off in Owens Mills, Maryland with Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you, Dr.
2: Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. So glad that you called. What are you thinking today?
3: Well, uh, I've been married over 30 years, and marriages do go through phases. At first, it's so new and fresh, and same things happen.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and sometimes you can feel suspicious of your spouse. Yes. Um, the spouse can do things to make you feel suspicious. Right. Um, and when you approach the spouse, the spouse might say, Well, I'm human, mm-hmm. and you can't trust me. Mm-hmm. Red flag, red flag, right? Right. Um, it makes, but sense, honest. as the right, <laughs> as a female spouse, you always feel as like, Oh, I can't trust you. Mm-hmm. But the Lord had to deal with me. And mm. that is about loving people. Mm. And if your spouse is courting something, it makes me break my heart. Mm. the lord wants you to love your spouse in the way you pray for him because that means that person is going to fall away from the lord Mm
4: -hmm. and you
3: wouldn't want them to your marriage might break up but you pray for your spouse
4: Mm. that
3: they would be obedient to him because it's about our eternity yes i know that sounds so pious but Mm. it is and it took 30 over 30 years to To do that. in that way, when I feel as though he's doing something, because I'm the female, I know it's a lot of other types of marital um, combinations. But I approach him, and I try to approach him in a way that I'm not accusatory because I take him for
2: Right. Well, I
3: say, that didn't look right. That didn't look right.
2: Well, I'm I'm saying that you have a very mature perspective, and I think a lot of uh, women needed to hear that. I think uh, a lot of men need to okay. hear it as well, but I think a lot of people need to hear from a woman who's been married 30 years to say, you know what, uh, I've got to love this man. It doesn't mean I always trust everything he does, but his walk with the Lord is most important, so I need to pray for his walk with the Lord because that will then help my trust because if God gets a hold of him, then you won't have to worry about Uh, what he's doing and what he's not doing. But when he's not connected to God, then you do worry about what he's doing and what he's not doing. So, Anonymous, you kicked my show off just perfectly today from Owens Mills, Maryland. (laughs) Praise (laughs) the Lord. Thank you so much. Lord bless you. Hey, listen, I'm going to run to my commercial break now. As soon as I get back, I'm taking your phone calls. So this is the time to get in where you fit in. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. We're talking about trust in marriage. What do you do when you don't trust your spouse? I'll be right back. Have you been hurt? Cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You, in bookstores now and on Amazon.com. I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You, by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's
0: 844-980-3707.
6: join our text community and receive a free weekly text from dr anderson just text the word inspire to 50555 that's i-n-s-p-i-r-e to 50555 and now back to real talk with dr david anderson
2: it's real talk with dr david anderson It's Marriage Monday, and I'm so glad that you're hanging out with me today. We're talking about trust in marriage. What do you do when you don't trust your spouse? How should you act? Should you tell them you don't trust them? And what does it feel like if you are one who is not trusted? Like you feel like, hey, yo, ho, ho, why don't you trust me? I've done everything I could to show you I am trustworthy. So what do you do with that? How do you respond if you have a a non-trusting spouse? And then how do you respond if you are the one who is lacking in trust? And by the way, is trust the number one quality we should have when we're thinking about marriage? In other words, even though you're committing your life uh, to another person, do you think there's somewhere in Scripture that demands that you trust your spouse? Like, That a spouse must be trustworthy. Uh, I mean, when I think about that, I I do think that Christian to Christian, person to person, we ought to uh, be able to speak in a way where people trust our words and and our actions. But when trust is broken, what do you do with that? Uh, How do you respond with that when trust is broken? Maybe he used the credit card or she used the credit card. Didn't tell you. And then six months later, you find out that they did purchase something, uh, but didn't let you know about it. Well, that's, that can break some trust. So it doesn't have to break the marriage. You see, sometimes because we don't trust our spouse 100 percent doesn't mean the marriage is over, and we shouldn't make it such a big deal that now you know my uh, my marriage or your marriage is now uh, in you know side swiped and in the rut somewhere because of that area of non-trust. What you need to do is say, well, what do I trust my spouse in? So, therefore, it's not that I don't trust my spouse. It's I don't trust my spouse in this area. So you fill in that blank. That's going to help you. I just help somebody because you you put trust over the whole relationship. Well, I just don't trust them. Or I just don't trust her. Well, you see, that can really ruin uh, the goodness of the relationship because, really, maybe you do trust this person. You trust him with the kids. You trust him with the job. You trust him with the money. You, you know, you trust him with uh, a, a bunch of things, but what you don't trust him with uh, is a certain relationship that he has. What you don't trust him with is uh, maybe what he says uh, about the way he feels about you, or the words that he uses, or that he's going to be responsible. Maybe you trust him in every year, you just don't trust when he says he's going to take out the trash that he's actually going to do it. Why? Because he, he's going to get side tr- uh, you know, uh, he's going to get sidetracked. He's going to start watching a game. He's going to forget that this is the night. Uh, to take the trash out. I'm not talking about myself now. This ain't self confession. Well, OK, maybe it is. But let me keep, keep talking just because he's <laughs> supposed to take the trash out. Don't turn it into like a big thing like I can't trust you anymore. W- well, you can. But maybe the person just not responsible in that area. Maybe they need to write it down. Maybe they need to put in their phone a chime that says take out the trash You see what I'm saying? So sometimes we make things so huge. Trust is a huge issue. So when you tell somebody, I don't trust you, well, man, that can ruin the relationship. Maybe you need to evaluate it just a little bit more to say, you know what, I really do trust. It's just in this area, when they say they're going to call you, trust me, they ain't going to call you. But it's not because they're a bad person. It's because they're going to be in a meeting. It's going to go too long. They're going to forget that they even committed to it. That is their personality. They need to do better. It's a flaw, and they need to do better. But don't make it into it. I just can't trust you because that's a whole character issue as opposed to, okay, here's a flaw. Here's something he needs to work on. Are you with me? Am I helping you? Let me know. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Pasadena, Maryland, and talk to Dwight who's on the line. Hi Dwight, it's Doctor Anderson here. How are you?
7: Hi, good afternoon, Doctor Anderson. It's, 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 glad, it's a pleasure to, to to speak to you.
2: And my pleasure as well. What are you thinking today, sir?
7: Yes. I was gonna time in what you were saying. That is true, but in my twenty years of marriage, I, I call the chariots. Uh we, we all have chariots that come and take us away out the deep end. Um mm-hmm. you know, um my wife can, you know, I have a weakness. My chariot is the finance. I, w- I would load the finance. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, but thanks to God, I have a loving wife. She, she knows. So what we we came up with a plan that she keeps the credit cards and all the cards. Okay, good. So, you
2: know, so yeah. it's
7: chariot. So it's a weakness. It's a weakness. Yeah. It's not a case of not trusting. It's just as a loving partner, you have to help each other. So you yeah. know, some some people have a uh, marriage interruption you know, or fears. You know, different yeah. things. You yeah. just have to walk with your father. Never no, 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 trust them. Just walk with them. Help them. Yeah. Stronger.
2: I, I like it. I like so that, it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I appreciate yeah. the the, the it's comment chariot. there.
7: Chariots, I call
2: it. Yep, I see what you call it. Thanks Thank a lot. You, Mr. Blessings to you, Dwight from Pasadena. He calls them chariots. Weaknesses. I like I like what he's saying because what he's saying is my wife and I recognize my weakness with regard to finances, so we came up with a plan. There you go. The plan helps the weakness. So don't even – now you don't even have to trust him because you got a plan. She's taking care of the finances. Now you don't have to worry about uh, him charging something up or not paying a bill that he said he was going to pay. You know, he said he was going to pay this bill. He didn't pay it. Now I can't trust him, and you make it a big issue. Uh, You know, I can't take him at his word. You make it a big issue. Instead of, you know what, you're not good at this. You're going to forget next month. Let me pay the bills because I'm good at that. But there's something that I'm not good at that you can do as opposed to, uh, you know, um, looking at her sideways because you you can't trust her to to whatever, you, you know, y'all agreed upon. I don't know. Pick up the kids or, or, you know, get a better job or, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe if you come up with a plan, that'll help. So, Dwight, I really like what you're saying there. Here's my number. If you want to join in the conversation, we're calling uh, today's show on uh, Marriage Monday trust in marriage what do you do when you don't trust your spouse by the way i want to thank grace for calling and giving her comment as well and uh, she didn't want to be on the air but she wants to say hello for the rest of you on my facebook live page thanks a lot for tuning in there my youtube page thanks a lot there uh anderson speaks is my handle if you want to catch me on facebook live you can talk to me even during the show and when i go to commercials I i check it out on my phone when i can so there you have that uh, YouTube's the same thing it's uh Anderson speaks so hit me up there. By the way, happy Monday to you. And on this Marriage Monday, uh we want to know if you trust your spouse 100% uh maybe it's 50%. But whatever, what do you do when you don't trust your spouse? What do you do when your spouse doesn't trust you? 888-432-7434. Oh, by the way, big shout out to Heidi who's listening in the Edenbrook area. All right. Romel's on the line. He's in Washington, D.C. Ramel, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
7: Hey, Pastor. How you doing?
2: Hey, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking today?
7: Hey, Pastor, I know this is Marriage Monday, but can I say this, something real quick? You know, what I experienced yesterday at church during the 10 o'clock service with all those people uh, getting baptized, I have never experienced stuff like that, ever, mm. in, their, in their church clothes, getting dumped in yeah. the water. I just wanted to throw that out there. Thanks, uh, man. I'm sorry. we getting off topic. I know, but, but tell that me. That amazing.
2: Tell me you have something on topic, though. Yes, I do. Okay, go you for it. You know,
7: Pastor, as, as, as for a married couple, I'm not married. I'm divorced, and I'm dating someone, and I know that. There are certain things that men, as men, I think we take pride in, like, knowing where we're going or giving instructions and stuff. Yeah. But in some cases, women need to at least give us an opportunity to to try to lead before they start doubting us.
4: hmm And
7: I think that's a problem that I'm struggling with. And I don't get caught with the, the ego thing, but it's like everything that I had suggested for her to do about her car was exactly what the dealer told her. But she wouldn't take it from me. She had to <laughs> take it from somebody else. And I think that's kind of disheartening for some men, at least with me. What? But you are not
2: a uh, certified mechanic now, are you, Ramel?
7: No, but it was a tire with a slow leak.
2: Right. And so she didn't trust what you said, so she went and had to get a second opinion.
7: Right. So we ended up still doing exactly what I suggested us to do.
2: So what she needs to do is simply say, oh, honey, you're so smart, I got a second opinion, and guess what? You were right. I should have listened to you the first time. Now, that would have made you feel better if she said that, right? <laughs> yeah, it yeah that, see, she would have. Yeah, she would have solved that. She should have called me first. She, she would have solved that right away because all you needed was a little stroke. Now, she still needed to go get the second opinion because this way now she knows the next time when my husband says something about the car, maybe he knows what he's talking about. Uh, especially if it's something small I like that, so. small like that, but uh, yeah, don't worry about her doubting you. These are just little small tests right now, uh, to make sure that she can trust your word. You're not married yet; she doesn't know you uh, that long. How long y'all been dating?
7: About nine months.
2: Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. You think you're gonna marry her? Yes. Okay, hang on, hang on. Let me ask you a real important question: Do you think she's gonna marry you? <laughs> yes <laughs> okay all right are you working on getting that ring yes sir well i'm gonna tell you what when you put that ring on her finger and then you say go fix your tire i bet she gonna believe you <laughs> <laughs> i hope so Pastor. That, that diamond to change everything all right my friend i appreciate hanging out with you all right, all right Pastor. blessings to you let's go to front royal virginia talk to sherry who's on the line hello miss sherry it's david anderson here how you doing
4: I'm
3: fine. How are
2: you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
3: Well, I was wondering what we should do if you find, like, condoms in your husband's um, luggage. And mm. he was gone for business trip, then you find condoms.
2: Oh, wow. So you, get, you found...
3: Uh, you then, fa- <coughs> you know, he yes, doesn't know where they came from. What are you supposed to do with that?
2: Did you talk to him about it yet or not? I
3: mean, I was I did say something but he said he doesn't even know
2: what is that. So Mhm. Well, let me just say if you find cond- he doesn't let me just ask you. Does he use condoms with you or not?
4: No. Okay.
2: okay. So that means that he probably has condoms as a backup just in case something happens. But nothing has happened because the condoms weren't used. But the fact that you found them is good because now you can have a conversation with him, And uh, now that'll put him on watch so that he doesn't do that anymore. Now, you could jump to conclusions and think, well, he must be having sex outside the marriage when he's traveling. And that is a possibility. But there's also a possibility that he has them just in case something would happen, but nothing happened. Either way, it's not good, and either way, that should take away some of your trust, okay? Um, But the fact that you had the conversation is good enough right now. I'd leave it alone. I wouldn't make it a big deal. The next time he's going to travel, I might uh, give him a hug and a kiss ahead of time and say, listen, honey, I'm trusting you, and then send him out the door. That will help him when he's away, so even if something were to happen, he might push it off because he's thinking of w- of his wife now, whereas before he wasn't thinking about it. What do you think? Are you still there? Cherie, did you hear what I said? I guess now you can't hear me, but hopefully you heard what I said on the radio. I would have loved your response uh, to that. It can happen. And even from a teenage, uh, from t- to the teenage years, uh, boys have been taught, you know, carry one just in case. And uh, I know parents have a problem, sometimes a dad and a mom, with how to educate their teenage boys and girls about this topic. And uh, one parent may say, you ought to have protection just in case, but I still don't want you to do anything. Another parent might say, well, no. If they're not going to do anything, they don't need it. Well, which parent is right? That's going to be up to y'all how you handle it. But you can't be mad if something does happen by quote-unquote accident and they didn't have protection, and now all of a sudden you're talking about don't bring home any kids. That's what my parents used to say. My daddy used to say, don't bring home no babies. Anybody else's parents say that? (laughs) All right, look, I'm back in just a couple of minutes. It's uh, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson
6: message and data rates may apply please don't text while driving
8: if you've been in business more than 20 minutes you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products we all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free. To everyone who texts KICK to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting KICK to 88988. That's K-I-C-K to 88988. Are you looking to downsize your estate? Are you feeling a little overwhelmed with how much there is to do? I'm Christy Moore, founder Local Expert Realty. Our proven easy downsizing program includes a done-for-you system to inexpensively refresh your property for top dollar and a move-out guarantee. Don't worry about owning two homes or worse, none at all. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. I will sell your house in 58 days or I'll buy it. Call now at 866-404-5858.
9: Sorry conditions or exceptions may apply.
8: Listen to what another listener had to say about us.
0: Christy was the best. Christy did a great job. We listed the house Thursday and the house was sold by Monday. We listed the listed house for 939 and we ended up getting 970. Recommending Christie would be easy to do. One of the things too that Christy did was the negotiations of the waiver of, of inspections, appraisals. Couldn't be more satisfied.
8: If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858.
1: The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call
6: 800-671-7070. That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states.
2: with you second half of the show we're coming into it right now if you want to talk to me my number 888-432-7434 we're talking about trust in marriage what do you do when you don't trust your spouse what do you do when your spouse doesn't trust you how do you work that thing out here's my number 888 43 bridge give me a call I want to know how do you well how do you handle it if you don't trust your spouse here's the thing you don't have to trust your spouse 100% for the marriage to uh, somehow be a good marriage. You can have a good marriage, and maybe 95% you trust your spouse, but 5% you don't in a particular area. Help them in that area. Don't uh, make that area the, the whole of the relationship, and that's what happens in a lot of these uh, marriages. We make it the whole of the relationship. Uh, so you don't trust your uh, spouse in an area of, uh, of money. All right. But there's many other ways you trust your spouse. So why don't you make a plan around the money? Listen, I don't really trust that you're not going to uh, spend this spend this money. So I want the the money in another account or give me the cards right now. OK, because uh, you see a sale and you think you have to buy it. And you want to convince me that you had to buy it because it was on sale. But you would have saved even more money if you didn't buy it is what the argument's going to be. So uh, it just depends on what we're talking about. It depends on uh, the level of, of trust. Sometimes it's just the person doesn't keep their word. Uh, on the smaller things, sometimes it's they keep their word on all the small stuff, but the big stuff they're doing uh, could actually ruin the lead you to bankruptcy, lead you to a bad credit score, lead you to uh, an, an affair, or emotional affair, or a physical affair, or something like that. But uh, people are hiding all the time, all right. And so, trying to have a relationship where you don't have to hide in any way, shape, or form is something that you strive for over time. Sometimes you have it at the beginning, and then as things go on. Uh, people begin to hide because they don't want to lose what you had. Uh, Then there's sometimes the things are just wrecked and broke, and the best thing that can happen is you rebuild, and when you rebuild, you rebuild stronger because everything wrecked and everything broke. Well, I'd like to hear from you. Uh, My lines are open now. Uh, Maybe you have a question about trusting your spouse, whether you should, whether you shouldn't, or what you need to do to rebuild uh, trust. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. Now, 1 Corinthians 13 says that love always, always trust. And, you know, sometimes what happens is when we see that, we're thinking, okay, so there's that mean that I um, must trust. Well, love is a choice, and it's a choice that you make. So you can choose to say, you know, I'm choosing to trust you. I don't, I don't trust you, but I'm choosing to trust you. Okay, so like uh, the woman who called uh, on the other side of the break. She said, I found condoms in my husband's suitcase when he's traveling. All right, so then the next time he goes traveling, like I said uh, to her, uh, you know, give him a hug and a kiss ahead of time and look him in the eye and say, you know what, I'm trusting you. You see, uh, you can choose to trust. Now, it doesn't mean she ain't, she's not a little bit nervous. doesn't mean she's not going to be going into prayer while he's gone, uh, right? And it's going to be vice versa. This could be male or female. But understand that just because trust is lacking in a certain area, Doesn't mean the relationship is bad and that it is an F. It just may make it a B, and you want to try to get it to an A. It may be a C, and you're trying to get it to a B. So uh, don't throw the whole relationship out because some of the trust has been chipped away at. Anyway, there's a little bit of my wisdom. Whether you agree or not, you don't have to, but I sure hope I'm helping somebody. I'm going to give you the number one more time, then I'm going to go to my phone lines. If I were you, this is the time I would call because I have open lines. 888 432 Seven four three, four, big shout out to Lightfoot, who's listening as well. All right, let's go to Leesburg, Virginia. Talk to Linda, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Linda, Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
10: Hello, hello, Doctor. Thanks for taking my call. my pleasure um i'm con- I'm concerned about trusting my husband because I've asked him to um he's made some mistakes with the money mm-hmm. and I've asked him to uh, help me to understand what's going on and his only response to me is it's none of your business
4: Mm, okay uh
10: my money is my business Mm -hmm. and um he recently bought a new car and um i know that he has a lot of credit card debt i don't know what the debt is Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of debt and i'm ready to talk to um Somebody about the legal ramifications of his debt in our marriage. Am I responsible for it? I don't know what the laws yeah. in the Commonwealth are, so yeah. it's it's a concern. And he didn't he didn't consult me when he bought the car, and I just I just walked home and here's a new car yeah. without any any explanation, and, and mm. I, I, I I it just makes me not trust him even more.
4: Understood. With money.
2: Well, you are right not to trust him with. Uh, The money. Let me ask you, do you make money, too, or is this the money he makes and he serves the whole family with it?
10: Um, I make money, too. Okay. And um, I don't believe in Uh 50-50 because it's never 50-50, but I can tell you that I pay more of my share because of all the debt
2: that he finds himself in. So, you know, the the conversation I'd have with him is, listen, honey, uh, you're, you're making decisions that's affecting both of our credit. If you say it's none of my business, then in that case, I'm going to take the money that I'm contributing to the family, put it in another account. I'll still use it to help us pay our bills so it's, nothing's going to change except for my side of this cash. I don't want you using it uh, for purposes that I don't agree with. Now, if we're a partnership and we're in a marriage and we're one and, and we should talk about whether we're going to buy a car together or not, great. But, you know, and if you're making all the money and you just want to be the man, the macho man in the house and just tell me don't worry about the money, okay, that's fine, too. But if you're going to treat me that way, then the money that I make is going to be my money. So we have one or two ways to deal with this. Either the money I make is my money or it's our money. If it's our money, it's our decisions. If it's not our money, then it's not, uh, you know, your decision what I do with my money. I think that's how you have to think about it. Consider what I'm saying, Miss Linda. I've got to run to my break. I'll be right back.
5: education dr david anderson is the new chancellor of omega graduate school formerly known as oxford graduate school and your education as a working adult is important to him to god and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research go to ogs.edu today and apply or call one 800 933
9: does your church have legal challenges
2: It's Real Talk. Checking it out my Facebook page. Thank you for writing in and checking in there as well as on YouTube. Uh, my handle is Anderson Speaks. We're talking, if you're just joining us, about trust in marriage. That's our topic on this Marriage Monday. And the question is, what do you do when you don't trust your spouse? That's what we've been talking about. I'd love to hear from you. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Falls Church, Virginia, and talk with Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
11: Hi, I'm good. Um, Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. God bless you for having the show.
2: Amen. Thank you.
11: Um, So, basically, I recently found out my boyfriend of over a year lied to me about going on a trip. Mm. Uh, It was a trip that we were talking about possibly taking together, but, you know, it, we, we didn't have to. Um, mm. So basically, he went to Iowa to visit his sister for a week, and I knew about that. Mm-hmm. And then he got home and, you know, texted me. He had deadlines, and we kept missing each other calling, and I was very suspicious. Um, mm. So finally, a week later, you know, he said, I I met my deadline, Um, I'd like to see you, I'm sorry, Um, and then I found out that he actually had been in California to Las Vegas for one night and moved on to California to visit his college roommate, so Mm -hmm. I'm just baffled because there was no reason to lie, but Mm -hmm. he's a very private person, um, so I'm just kind of reevaluating whether I even want to be in this relationship. Um,
2: Uh how long Definitely have you been in that. a relationship?
11: Um over a year.
2: And uh did he repent over this lying or no?
11: Um I actually have not confronted him yet.
2: Okay. Um But you're sure
7: he
2: You sure that he was not I working? Pardon? Are you sure that he was not working?
11: Um yes because I mean, I, I hate to admit this, but I saw the emails. Okay. Um, and it's because uh, we kind of share a laptop and he left his email up the last time he was here. Um, Got it. But, you know, once I saw everything, I had to read everything. And, yeah. He um, was definitely on a pleasure trip.
4: Uh huh.
2: And did you see anything that was negative on the trip? I mean, it was bad enough that he was on it didn't tell you about it, but did you see anything more than just he was having fun with a college friend?
11: Um, no, I did not.
2: Okay, that's good news. Okay, so you've got a couple of options here. One option is you confront him by asking him, not accusing him, but asking him and see if he will continue to lie. You don't tell him that you know the evidence of the laptop, okay, because what happens is if you tell him how you got the information, he will then become angry about that, and that's what the fight becomes about. But it's not about how you got the information. It's that you have the information. But what you want to do is ask him. And and because this is not your husband, this is your boyfriend. And so you want to find out, can he can he tell you the truth and be repentant? If he can tell you the truth and be repentant when you ask and not accuse, honey, I know you said you were busy working. I need you to look me in the eye and tell me, are you telling me the truth that you were – here in this state or whatever um working or somewhere else and just be silent and let him fidget think and then make a decision whether he's going to tell the truth or not if he fidgets thinks and he says you know what i need to be honest with you i went to vegas and i went to california okay now we have something to work with uh and but then you know then you can go down that road why didn't you just tell me you didn't have to lie Hey, listen, if we're going to build this relationship, you know, we can't go this route anymore and really work that thing out. But if he's like, no, I told you I was in, you know, uh, Falls Church, Virginia, working, you know, and how dare you question me? Okay, now you know what you're dealing with. And at that point, I think you really need to reconsider the relationship, period, because you can't marry this guy if, you know, you feel like he's going to get mad at you every time you confront him with telling the truth. He's shucking and jiving. I might say, hey, you know what? Listen, I know you're telling me that. I just don't believe you. So, therefore, uh, we need to reassess the relationship. I need a break. Uh, We could talk about it later, but I need a break. You know, don't call me. Don't text me. Um, Give me a month. Give me two months. Give me a week. I don't know. what You can come up with those parameters, but you need to tell him you don't trust him, you don't believe him, and you need a break. You do not need to tell him how you got the information. Not right now, anyway.
11: Right. And um, actually, what you just said was exactly what I've been thinking for the past four, 48 hours.
2: Wow. Okay,
4: good.
11: Exactly. I need a break for about a month. Um, and it's hard because he lives in Maryland, kind of far away from me. So yeah. it just makes the trust that much harder. But. Um, so basically, if he does not admit to the lie even after I confront him, then yeah. I, I definitely should reevaluate.
2: Yeah, you want to give him an opportunity to tell the truth. You want you don't want to catch him. See, if you catch somebody in a lie, they become angry, and then it makes it more um, uh, the the percentage of them running and being mad and getting out of the relationship is higher. So, like if, if
11: and that that actually happened one time prior when I caught him in. Um, another situation there where, I wasn't yeah, they, sure
2: was yeah they become they become mad and then it makes them want to be gone um and so right. th- what you really want is to s- give them an opportunity i call it confronting but it's really giving them an opportunity uh to tell the truth and you want to give them the best opportunity to tell the truth so you don't want to make it a uh, hard to tell the truth like come on, were you really at work That makes it hard because maybe he has work in California. Maybe he has work in another state. No, you want to almost make him think that you already know. So you look him in the eye and say, listen, I need you to be honest with me. You said that you were busy working in Maryland or in Virginia or whatever. I need you to be honest with me. Were you really working in Maryland or were you doing something else? And then be silent. I think that's the best way to do it. That gives them a chance to save face. It gives them a chance to become clean, to repent. God does this to us all the time. He gives us an opportunity to repent, and that's what you're doing. And so I I feel good about that, uh, to do it that way. But if it's more like I caught you, a woman caught in adultery, well, you know, it's kind of like once you're caught, there's nothing you can do. So um, that's my two cents. I don't know if that works for you, Anonymous, but I sure hope it does.
11: It's definitely a good game plan. There you go. Um, I don't want to, and I, I really appreciated what you said about a relationship, having a flaw versus just, you know, chucking the relationship because you have a trust issue.
2: Yeah, and it's, it could be a really good relationship and something that you can learn early before you get married. Now, it still doesn't mean he, he still has to rebuild trust, you know, especially if he repents. But if he doesn't repent and he keeps lying, then that should tell you something, you need a break. And then you take that break and then see if he's going to come after you. If he comes after you and says, I really need to talk to you, let's get talk about this, why are you so upset, you know, then you can reveal the truth. Say, hey, I already know. You, you just only have to get your resources. Give your, your sources. You can say, I already know. I know the truth. You were in California, and then you were in Vegas. Well, how do you know that? It doesn't matter how I know it. Not right now. What matters is, is you lied to me. You So you keep it on the issue. As soon as you say, I was reading your laptop, now it's going to become about your character. Well, why would you read what I have up? You know, uh, you're lying too, and now you're defending. You do not need to be defending. You need to stay on the offense to say, this is about you lying, not about my sources. You're like a reporter who reports a story, but you don't reveal your sources. You understand what I'm saying?
11: Yes, I do. Exactly. And it sounds like a good plan. I mean, it'll be hard, you know, because if he doesn't repent, I mean, it's it's very hurtful.
2: Yes. It's hurtful. You grieve the loss. But here's the thing. How, how old are you, Anonymous? Um, I'm
11: in my
2: early 40s. Okay. So you're young. Uh, y- y- there are plenty of other opportunities to be with someone that you can trust. You would grieve the loss of this relationship. And it doesn't mean the relationship has to be over, but it might be. Because you don't want to spend... Uh, being in your early 40s spent two more years working with this guy only to find out he's not the guy for you now you've wasted time you don't have time to waste in your early 40s so anyway i'm giving you some real talk i'm, I'm sorry if it's a little hard but i think it may be actually confirming something in your spirit i sure hope so hey listen i've got to run to this break i'll be right back
8: the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts KICK to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting KICK to 88988. That's K-I-C-K to 88988. Is your child thriving in school or merely surviving? The Home Educators of America can help you with a plan to help ensure that your child thrives. Get introduced to private schools, home and hybrid education
5: resources,
8: and to your key speakers who will inspire you to help your child succeed. Register today to attend this resourceful conference on May 30th and 31st at McLean Bible Church. And it's just $25 for the whole family. Go to HomeEducatorsOfAmerica.com. Sponsored by Eden Hope Academy.
0: Business owners, the strongest selling proposition is to get your customer into your store in front of your product. Now you can do that digitally everywhere with Salem Surround. Digital marketing that puts your products and services on people's computers, tablets, and mobile phones everywhere. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers. Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surrounddc.com. SurroundDC.com.
9: Don Crow here. I'm sure you're aware that many of our brothers and sisters in Christ are suffering for their faith as never before in our lifetimes. Thousands of them being driven from their homes, imprisoned, tortured, and many more even being put to death, all because they have the same deep love for Jesus Christ that you and I have. And what can we do about it? Well, first, of course, we can pray, and we must. We can also advocate on their behalf as the opportunities arise. However, we can also send them Bibles, something they are literally begging us to do and which our current campaign with the Bible League International is really all about. $5 buys one Bible, 25 buys five, 50 buys 10, $100 buys 20, and so forth. So would you make that call right now? 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-937-9673. or you can give online at wava.com.
1: This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the Donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com
2: and thank you so very much for your support and by the way if you are uh, thinking about getting your master's or your doctorate degree let me tell you something there was a husband who was driving on the virginia highways and byways and he was having road rage his wife told him honey if you want to get rid of this road rage you need to start listening to dr anderson uh while you're driving that's going to help you and so sure enough he started listening to my show And he heard me talk about uh, Omega Graduate School and that I'm the chancellor there. And guess what? He uh, went to ogs.edu, he got the information, and he ended up starting the program. So he's working on getting his graduate degree now as a result of not only listening to the show, which has helped his road rage, but now he's actually growing his education. Maybe you're the same way, not that you have road rage, but you have been thinking about that graduate degree. Well, as an adult, you can get the degree without moving. All you got to do is go to OGS, it's Omega Graduate School, OGS.edu. Get the information and tell them that you know the chancellor, and I'll guarantee you, you'll be so glad that you did it. Get your master's or your doctorate of philosophy like I did from Omega Graduate School. That's OGS.edu. Or if you just want to call them, here's the phone number, 1-800-933-6168. All right, give them a call. Tell them that I sent you. All right, let's see here. Let's go to Anonymous in Statford, Virginia. Hello, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
12: Hi, I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call.
2: My pleasure. Um, What are you thinking? You
12: know, I I feel like if you can't have trust, Mm -hmm. you can't trust your spouse in one area, I don't feel like I could trust them in any area.
2: Yeah, a lot of people that believe that. that. Yeah, a lot of people you know, believe it's like that.
4: Trust is trust.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far though. Uh because we're complex people. And so if you do that, what you're doing is you're going to rob yourself of what could be a really good relationship. Think about it like that. What do you think about because, that? Well, because Well because because um, somebody's going to break your heart. Somebody is not going to tell you the truth a hundred percent of the time. Look, I don't even trust my kids a hundred percent of the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so, if you have a one hundred percent trust litmus test, you're not going to have any good relationships. It's just my two cents. What do you think? Yeah.
12: Well, I don't know. I might feel differently if the yeah. situation was different. I guess, but. In my situation,
4: Uh, my
12: husband said that he, you know, people lie all the time, and apparently he's been lying to me for years.
4: Okay. There's nothing
12: wrong with it. So that makes me feel like, you know, so, but still, as far as I'm concerned, I just feel like I would never.
2: But I can I understand. No, I'm not no. perfect. No, I, I like understand. Think, I
12: would like to think that I would not be dishonest uh, yeah. with anything.
2: Well, yeah, know, and you're I dealing know, with the particular situation, a particular guy. So I totally understand what you're saying, and I honor what you're saying. Hey, listen, i got to go, but let's talk to the one we can always trust. Heavenly Father, thank you that you help us to trust others by uh, trusting you to work in their life. And when they're not trustworthy, help us to deal with it in a way we forgive. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.